Blessings fam. What's going on, everybody? Hey, everybody. It's Essence. And Leonard. And we're here for another episode of Love, Love and, and Honor. Honor. So, Boo, what are we talking about today? Today. Today, we are going to be talking about apologies and forgiveness. Apologies and forgiveness. Okay. Yeah, you thought I forgot, huh? It. No. Oh, okay. Okay, let's talk about it. So, in marriage... And I guess in even life, with, in life, we yeah, are with children, as parents, with employees, everything, everything, apologies and forgiveness. So it's it's important to apologize when you're wrong mm-hmm. and to forgive others and yourself. So are you an apologizer? I do. To who? Your employees? To you. Don't do this. Don't do <laughs> Let's this. Let's do this. No. Uh-uh. What do you mean? Because you play <laughs> You know I'll be apologizing. I think I just don't apologize when you think I should apologize. I guess sometimes I, I apologize for stuff. And you're like, you don't have to say, you don't have to apologize. Yeah, that's when you apologize. So the answer to the question is sometimes, yes. Sometimes, sometimes you do, because there's times that you probably should apologize and you just don't, and that's just a trait you take after. <laughs> Huh? What do you say? I think it's inherited trait. From whom? Your dad. He's not even here to defend himself. Don't do this. I'm not. That's all I'm saying. Dad, so. I'm sorry. <laughs> See? Apologies. To your dad. That just came out. To I didn't do it on purpose. So it must be a me thing then. It's oh, your here wife. You go. No, I apologize. What are you talking about? Okay. I'm sorry if you don't feel like I apologize. That's not a right about like that. See, you see what I'm saying? What do you mean? I'm sorry <laughs> if you don't feel like I apologize. That's like, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I'm not wrong. I am sorry you feel that way. Okay. Should I not be sorry that you feel that way? No. I shouldn't. You shouldn't be sorry that I feel any kind of way. Really? You should be sorry for your actions. That First cause of all, a person I to feel do some kind That's... of way. <laughs> no, but like, um, okay, so you just said a comment like, oh, you just don't think, you just, are, you're just saying like, you don't, I don't apologize when you think I should apologize. Well, no, what, what I'm saying is that sometimes we as people, we can... Uh, focus on one part of it right like so what part what so do you mean what i mean by that is that i apologize to you i do be apologizing sometimes you do but in the moment when i don't apologize that thing will weigh on you to where now it feels like i don't apologize because you you started a conversation saying i don't apologize not usually so it's the it's the moments that i don't and that's the that's the ones that you remember those are more prev- those are more often than the times that uh, you apologize i don't know about that but I think that you only apologize when you think that you should apologize. So, like, even if you should know, apologize, but you disagree. I'd be apologizing. And I'm like, well, here it is. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. You don't. Like, it's really a rarity for you. And then, I like, it's it's like a newer thing that you do even that. Because before, you barely apologize. Why are you like, bringing was, up the past? No, but I, that's the conversation we're having. Oh. So, but everything's based off of past, right? Everything that we're doing, like, I'm not saying throw stuff up in people's face at all. I'm not saying do that, but I'm saying like, we're talking about our experience and if we do it or not. And so the only thing you have to go off of is your past, right? Yeah. But you're going past, past. Am I? Yeah. You know, you used to, used to do this. You used to not do it at all. And then I said something. So there's progress. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Look Praise at that. him. Praise the Lord. So the question is, if you don't receive an apology, are you still able to forgive? Yes. Because I'd be forgiving you even when you don't apologize. 
I forgive you before you, you like sometimes you may not even know that I'm bothered by something you've done or offended or hurt or whatever I'm and I still forgive you. you yeah I'm sorry thanks no seriously I don't I don't ever Thank mean you. to hurt you <laughs> I know I like the thing is I the thing is like I don't think people in well I would hope people don't intentionally hurt their spouse I'm sure there's people there's out there people, who do yeah. that and it's I pray toxic, that toxicity yeah tox, right? yeah toxic yeah. toxic relationships mm-hmm. and I mean that's sad it is it sucks but it happens and I pray that I pray now for any person that is in a toxic relationship that God comes in and really just transforms that whole relationship and mm-hmm. makes it built He's on a foundation of him in that each person is transformed and made anew so that they're loving like Christ loves. And while we're encouraging people, I uh, know that it's Jesus. never too late because God is able to take what seems to be dead and give mm-hmm. it life. Yeah. So if you're in that situation, if you're living in a toxic, toxic environment, just know that God is able and yes, he, he is, is willing. All yes, you got to do is, is go to him. And I'm a very straightforward person. So I always like I communicate like I'm going to tell you whatever. But there's things that sometimes I believe that God's like essence shut up. So I shut up and then I'll just feel how I feel. And then I'll just be like, okay. And then I just get over it. Like I'll pray and then forgive you. Hmm. You don't forgive me for stuff and just don't say because you don't say a lot. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't hold anything against you. Yeah, I don't hold stuff against you. I forgive you. Like I'm, I wasn't implying. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't implying that you do. I was oh, just saying I don't. Just I don't like, me neither. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't hold things against you. But there's like some people aren't going to apologize, and that's okay too. Like, but as followers of Christ, even if a person doesn't apologize to you, if you hold on to that, like, there's a problem. It does. It is more damage to you. Like, you hold if, on to that, and it, it, it festers in you. Then mm-hmm. there comes resentment and all this kind of stuff. And you don't want that. That's like that's why I'm very verbal with the things that I feel. Is because I know how I am, um, in general, and I know that when things, when I hold on to things and I don't communicate them, that, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just start to despise and have an issue with. Yeah, we don't want those problems. Exactly. So that's why I am so verbal. That's why I say so much. Like I share my feelings and I share what's on my mind and I share the things that are bothering me because it's like a release. Like as soon as I let it out or communicate it, then I feel better. Even in that, even if the situation's not corrected, like I still feel better that at least you know how I feel. So then, but the, so the thing is though, with that, is if I share how I feel and there's no actions down the line that show you've taken it into account, like you've cared what I was saying, like you've made changes, like because something hurt me or whatever, then it makes me think that you don't care. Not you, just in general, right? And then it's like, okay, I need to reevaluate the relationship. So it doesn't mean like I don't like you. I don't, you know, I didn't forgive you. It's just like, okay, well, Lord, am I making too much of this? And I'll do that sooner than later. I don't wait until something doesn't happen the way that I want it to. But um, I do pray. And I, uh, sometimes stuff is like really like it really bothers me. But God is like, just let it go. And then I do. And then I get have to be, get over it. Mm. Yeah. But I feel like it's important to communicate with people because if they're continuously doing something and you don't share it, how are they going to do better? And then you're just going to continue to let it build up. Yeah. Well, I mean. 
some relationships and obviously not the marriage relationship, the marriage relationship, you have to work on it. Right. All the time. Uh, if there's, All the time. <clears throat> if something like that occurs where there's uh, apologies that are not given, that should be, and there's uh, forgiveness that's not given that needs to be, then that has to be addressed and worked on. But some other relationships, though, some of those, you can get out of those. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if, if, if it's a continuous thing, then perhaps you do need to remove yourself from some of these friendships exactly. that you're involved in. And that's what I was referencing when I was saying remove myself. But when it comes to children, like as a parent, I apologize to my kiddos too. Like if I do something and I'm in the wrong, I definitely will apologize. Like because they deserve that. They're people. And I'm far from perfect. So it is what it is, you know, like they don't mess up. They mess up. I mess up. Therefore, I'll apologize. And I have to set the precedent, right? I have to set the example for my kiddos. They need to know that when you mess up, it's okay to acknowledge it and apologize. Be honest, be accountable, and apologize when you need to apologize. Sometimes I apologize in our relationship, outside of our relationship, even when I don't feel like I've done anything wrong because the situation just needs to be over. So I'm like, whatever. And I'll be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't say, I don't ever, I usually don't say I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way, unless it's like, I'm sorry I made you feel that way through my actions. But I don't usually say, I'm sorry you feel that way because I feel like that's not an apology. What if it was like, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. It wasn't my intent. That's different than saying, I'm sorry you feel that way. That's the same. I, no, because one is like, I'm sorry you're feeling, like it's like blaming the person who feels a certain way and you're just saying sorry. So because I said it wasn't my intent, that changes the whole thing? No, you said it. You didn't say it. Like, yeah. Because I, I feel so. like it's the same exact thing. It's just extra I hear words. you, but when people say, so some people, and this is like a passive aggressive thing in my opinion, and they're like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Hmm. There's no there's no ownership of anything. There's no acknowledgement of anything. There's no, um, there's no taking action, taking ownership of your part. I think it's right. a matter of knowing uh, the person who you're dealing with, knowing their heart, because I believe I've said that before. What? I'm sorry you feel that way. Um, maybe, maybe not to you, or I, Even I, I if feel you like, did, but I, I feel like that's something you. that's in my. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's something that I don't. I'm not opposed to saying, and because if I say that, it's not saying, "Oh, this is all you." I'm sorry that this is how you're feeling. No, but I'm really, I'm really genuinely sorry that you're feeling the way you're feeling. Yeah. And, but one of the things I can say with you is you'll say that genuinely, I'm sorry you feel that way, but that doesn't acknowledge anything for your contribution to me feeling that way. You know what I mean? Like as if you didn't play a part in the way that I'm feeling, like I'm just pulling this out the air or something. Oh, that's why there wasn't my intent goes a long way. That's what I guess. But yeah, I think it helps (laughs) because it's just like, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. Like, oh, so everything I just said was just air <laughs> I, i'm just feeling that's some kind of way feel? no that's yeah huh i'm telling you well that's why i just be letting stuff go and just forgive you regardless of your apology like that Interesting. <laughs> yeah it's like you think that's apology uh, an apology say okay say you come to me and you're pouring your heart out about how something i've done has made you feel and it like me doing this it like it really makes you feel x y and z and you're communicating to me and it could be a heavy conversation and I don't address anything about what you've just said, but I do say, I'm sorry you feel that way. It, the way you looked at me when you said it, it didn't seem genuine, okay? No, take the look <laughs> out of it. Like, okay, how should I look at you? But I mean, like, let's say they looked at you genuinely and they're like, I'm sorry you feel that way. 
No, that's that even still. <laughs> well, because but you get what I'm saying. Like you're saying that something is really bothering you, and you're just like, I'm sorry you feel that way. You know what I think? I think it's the, I'm sorry you feel that way it has a bad PR person. Okay, because I don't think that it's a it's a terrible thing. Now I do feel like something else needs to come along with it, whether it be a change, right, and how you're how you're acting or what you've done if you if you reverse that thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, if the person who you're apologizing to feels this way about how you apologized and it wasn't a good apology so but the thing is it doesn't matter if okay like okay it doesn't the regardless of what a person does regardless of that you can't hold on to it right i think it's very important to forget i mean to um yeah forgive but i think it's very important to apologize when you've done something sometimes like i said i apologize even if i haven't done if i haven't done anything wrong i'll still just apologize because i want to mend whatever it is that needs to be mended like that's more important than you know the actual apology um but i just think that regardless if a person apologizes to you or not you still have to make a decision if you're going to forgive them or not and then if you don't there's repercussions because it's toxic for you And that's what God tells us to do. Like we can't expect forgiveness from him, but then we're not willing to forgive other people. Mm -hmm. And we come to God with these garbage apologies. Sometimes we're like, Lord, I know that I did X, Y, and Z, but you know, my heart. Mm, I'm sorry. You feel that way, God. That's like saying that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, my heart. So it's like, (laughs) there's the excuse. Hmm. I got a a wicked heart anyway, Lord. So I'm trying. Creating me a new one, God. It's like, dang, like, okay, we know he'll forgive us, but like taking advantage, like, let's not, you know, and I'm guilty of probably having some garbage apologies for God that I meant, mm-hmm. but they probably were like, you know, cause he's, he's God, God, like he's, he's done everything for us. He's created us. He's the air that we breathe. He's the reason we have air, you know? And then like, he gives us everything and he blesses us with so much and he brings us through everything. Like, that's why we're still here. And then um, when we apologize, and how we treat each other, like that's a reflection of the kind of forgiveness we we'll, we receive, right? So, oops, sorry guys. So if we are giving him garbage apologies, why do we trip out when people give us garbage apologies? That's a message. Like how is he, it's like we see ourselves higher or something. Well, because when, when it's us, it's us. Like you've done this to me? But, like to me, but think about it. But when you do it, it to God, oh, well, you know, His grace is sufficient. Is it that, or is it because, like, it's you? It's yeah. the me, it's, the yeah. person. No, do you get know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you said, oh, you've done this to me, mm-hmm. but now it's like, but God, it's me. <laughs> it's me, Lord. We're all, I'm you sorry. Know what it is? Selfishness. We're selfish. We're all about ourselves. That's why we need Him mm-hmm. because He knows our selfishness, mm-hmm. He knows our shortcomings and our shortfalls. And so, Thank you, God. We just feel like it's it's how it affects me. We're the right? star in the show, we right? The, everything this, ro- revolves life. around us. When in actuality, that's that's the enemy's what the enemy wants us to believe, right? That it's about us. Mm-hmm. He wants us to believe that everything is according to what makes us happy mm-hmm. and what we want, and it's not His will because that's why we're here to give Him glory and mm-hmm. to point people to Him. And so if we are believing that the reason we're here on earth is to be satisfied and to be pleased and to be poured into and to receive and for us to be almighty and everybody else is supposed to be this way to us and this is what we deserve and this is what we don't and this mm-hmm. is, 
we've made ourselves God, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know who needs to hear this, but it's not about you, bro. It's not about yeah. you, sis. I mean, that doesn't mean that we need to be giving people garbage apologies and stuff either. But I mean, you know, we should be demonstrating the characteristics of Christ, mm-hmm. which were love and kindness and peace. And, you know, if we are operating in those ways, when a brother or sister or loved one, brother in Christ, sister in Christ, or a spouse or whomever, a child is hurting because of our actions, that should be where the apology is coming in because we don't want them to be hurt. We don't want our actions to have hurt someone else. So we're really sorry that they feel that way. Mm, no, that's exactly what you that's said. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not exactly what I said. Like we shouldn't want them to feel that way. If our actions have caused the person to feel that way, that's to me different. And I mean, that's, and it is words, right? But if a person comes to you and said, I'm so sorry that my actions have caused you to feel that way. That's taking ownership for what you've done versus saying, I'm sorry you feel that way as if you're just feeling this way. And I'm sorry you feel that way. But that's you feeling this way as if you had no contribution. I keep saying the same thing, but it's as if you had no contribution to the reason why the person feels that way. Like your actions didn't say give send out a message that was received. And, re- and when it was received, it was taken a certain way. Maybe it was you did something or maybe like you didn't or maybe you said something or maybe you've made a person feel some kind of way because of whatever reason it was. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's the same thing at all. Only because like as followers of Christ, our actions should not, we don't want our actions, but sometimes there's nothing we can do about it. Like there's like, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, some people just won't be, they won't accept it. And that's okay too, because all you can do is your part, right? So you can apologize and you can give it out and they can either receive it or not, but you did your part. You're not going to be held accountable if you've gone to them and you've spoken to them and you've done every possible thing that you can, then you leave it in God's hands. Cause we're supposed to, if, if a brother has an offense against us and we're before God at the altar, we're supposed to lay it down and go to our brother and sister and make it right. Yeah. That's how important it is. That's how important it is. But we ask God for so much. We expect so much from him. But then when it comes to us, the expectation is not the same. What we give out, um, bare minimum. It is bare minimum. It is. It's not right. And we do it. And I'm so sorry, God, because I'm guilty. Me too. But I'm so sorry, Lord. He's a great God and he's so understanding. And he just clearly he just forgives us because <laughs> we don't even say we probably don't even apologize all the time. Yeah. Because a lot of times <laughs> we don't even realize we're doing stuff, you know, unless a person see that's a picture. Like the things that we're doing to his children, the things that we're doing to our loved ones, the things that we're doing to the people around us, that's us. That's God showing us where we're falling short. Yeah. And then imagine God up there looking down on it. Like, I don't even do them like that. No, but what I'm saying is, is like, if, if we're the ones who, so the way that God can show us his hurt without him directly telling us would be through his children. So if he's hurt because of our actions and how we're acting and treating people or how we are um, not caring for our loved ones or whatever, him telling us would be through like you. So it's lived out through the people around. Yeah. That's how he tells us. Like, so if I have a conversation with you, I'll tell you directly. God can, he can convict me in the spirit. Um, He can tell me through his word. He can speak to me Mm. through my mind, my thoughts, my, you know 
or he can speak through another person. So if I'm coming to you saying, Leonard, when you say this, it makes me feel this way. And it it hurts my feelings when you do X, Y, and Z. I'm God's child and God loves me. So couldn't that be like him telling you? Like, you know what I mean? Like the way that I would communicate with you, that's like him communicating. Like this is not a God action. This is not a characteristic of Christ. This is not something that represents me well. But because it's coming through me, you don't see it the same way as if God told you directly. I see what you're saying. And vice versa. Or when I hear things or that I'm doing because it's a mirror. It's like showing me my actions, right? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. When we, If we think of things that way, we probably treat people better. We tr- we'd probably be more intentional with how we correct, you know, when there's um, fractures in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Or when we hurt somebody, we probably would feel different about it. But that's deep. forgiveness is real. Mm-hmm. We need forgiveness and we have to forgive because like when we hold on to things, even if people make us mad, we really need to pray. It's a us thing. It's not a them thing. Like it is a them thing to an extent, but ultimately our happiness doesn't come from another individual. Everything that we experience, our true joy, let me change that joy. It comes from Christ. It comes from God. It comes from um, who he is and our, and our, you know, our, um, confidence in him Mm -hmm. and so if anyone doesn't apologize to us even if we believe we deserved an apology we still should forgive them Mm -hmm. because it's toxic to us when we don't so not only are do they have this over our head unintentionally or intentionally we're over here getting sick it causes stress it causes Mm -hmm. all these things within us yeah with stress and pressure and like just because we're holding on to things and god told us not to do it anyway and if we love him more than ourselves, more than somebody else and any other person, then we should be doing the things that he's called us to do because we love him, right? Mm-hmm. Release so, that. Let that yeah, go. Release it. I feel like there's people who probably, like, if there's any areas in my life, I ask God to remove those things. Like, if I have areas of um, unforgiveness or if there's people that I need to apologize to, I pray that he opens my eyes and I pray that same prayer. So let's pray real fast. Dear most gracious and heavenly father, we come to you now and we ask that you cover us, Lord God. We pray that you protect us. We pray that you allow us and allow us to see the areas in our life where we are hurting people, where we are not being, um, we're not operating in your characteristics and the characteristics of Christ. I pray that we are representing you well in everything that we're doing and that we're always, um, living a life that's holy and acceptable unto you. And in the areas where we fall short, I pray that you reveal those things to us, Lord God, so that we can change and we can be delivered and set free from those things that may have us, those things that we need to let go, those things that we're not owning. I pray that you help us open our eyes so that we will move forward and we will apologize, Lord God, where we need to. We will repent. We'll turn away from the things that are not of you, Father God, and that we'll live a life of love towards others, towards ourselves, and of course, towards you. Father, I pray that we represent you fully and completely. And I pray that if we don't know the things that we have done to others, you open our eyes and help us to fix it so that we can forgive them, 
And if we need to um, forgive ourselves, I pray that you allow us to do so because there's things that a lot of people may be holding on to that they need to let go of. There may be a lot of things that they're holding on to and it causes them to have a ripple in their relationship with you. They feel unworthy for something they've done, but just as you've forgiven us, help us to know that we are not greater than you, Lord, and we also are called to forgive others. So I pray you have your way in our lives and you transform us, Lord God, to be more and more like you each day. Have your way in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So boo, any thoughts about forgiveness or apologies? Yeah. Apologize and forgive on your stuff. Mm -hmm. Ask for forgiveness and be healthy. Yeah. (laughs) We got to let the ego go. Let it go. And And do nobody no good. It doesn't. It's a, it's like just another trap of the enemy. We don't even realize he did it. What? Ego. Go. Oh, go ego. Whatever. Anyway. Go, ego. It ain't ego, land, okay? go. Ego, go. It didn't land. Just leave me alone. Okay, I was trying to help you out. <laughs> but yeah, do you have anything to add, Boo? No, this is great. All right, well, you guys have a wonderful, blessed day. Um, apologize to people because that's what we should do when we've wronged others, including our children, including especially our spouse, our children, anybody else, anybody, anybody. Don't ever feel someone doesn't deserve your apology because who are you? Who am I? Um, and forgive because Christ forgives us. God forgives us all the time and he will only forgive us if we're forgiving others. So don't be that person who's out there thinking that they're mightier or holier or deserve things that other people don't because we're all God's children. So time for LP's question. Okay, boo. So last time I said three. Mm-hmm. So this time I'll go to... What's it through again? 27. Um, 17. Have I done that one? You have not. Okay. Let's scroll down to 17. Prenups are a sign. What? what was that? Prenups. What? Prenuptials. Prenups. Is that how you pronounce it? How, how do you say it? I didn't know that's how it was pronounced. I'm serious. How would you have said it? Prenups. Like prenuptials, right? I it... didn't know. That's I'm surprised. I'm not saying you're, you're surprised wrong. that I knew it. Or are you... No, I'm surprised that that's how what it's. I didn't know. I didn't know the word. Well, I, I could be wrong. Uh, well, you're reading it. Well, it's, it's an abbreviation. It's not really a word. It says prenumps. P r e n u p s. Prenups. Okay. Yeah. What did I, I say? Prenumps. Prenumps. Continue. You said it with M, but okay. Huh? Anyway, I forget her. <laughs> She's sorry. Um, I I forgive you if you don't apologize Okay. (laughs) Um, or a sign that you probably shouldn't marry that person if you need a clause that protects you just in case then your relationship already has a plan B marriage is not meant to be for good what? marriage is meant to be for good so why have a prenup (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would, I, prenups are for people. I'm just kidding. Prenup. So, um, what are your thoughts? You can go first. Um, well, we don't have one. Okay. And I'm fine with that. Cause if you leave me, I'm going with you. Hear what I'm saying? <laughs> hmm? So, I mean, I guess I agree cause it's not needed for us. Cause this is till death do us part. Um, not everybody's not everybody has that same outlook on marriage. 
Uh, do I think they should have that same outlook? Yeah, but they don't. So if you don't have that outlook on marriage, that's your prerogative. You're free to you know, have your own viewpoint. So if that's your um, the way you view their marriage, then by all means, get your prenup on. So I see both sides because I don't, I agree that it's like having a plan B. So to me, it's concerning. However, I get it that if a person comes into a relationship and they've had a lot and then a person comes in with nothing, that they would be, want to have a plan B. I get it. But but I do think that going into a marriage, if you need a prenup, I guess, I mean, I don't know. It's like, yeah, because I, I don't think... I don't think it's needed, but in some situation, maybe, I don't know. In our situation, God forbid anything were to happen because we're not going anywhere, right? No, so, no, we're not. But like, if we weren't together, I definitely wouldn't be paying nobody's alimony. You know what I'm saying? Well, if you hear me, you hear me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, people who are not, who don't believe in staying married they mm-hmm. definitely will need a prenup well what about say for instance there's a uh, people in hollywood right mm-hmm. uh, a rich director somewhere he's been married a couple times but each time the woman left him right he he never wanted to leave the woman the woman left him so he, now he has this new woman in his life and he loves her he wants to marry her but he's like look i've been down this road yeah i love you i'm not going anywhere but you know what if you start tripping all of a sudden is it wisdom or lack of forgiveness or both <laughs> maybe both but yeah. can, can you fault him for being like, hey, I need to protect protect my assets. I don't fault anybody for doing it, to be honest with you, because I get why they do it. But then I also do think it's a plan B that people are having as if they just in case it fails. Mm-hmm. So I think they're planning for failure, too. I don't think that's a good sign. However, I get why people get prenups. It so, makes sense. So do you agree or disagree? I agree that it's a plan B and it's like planning for failure. But does, they went on to say that means that you're probably not ready for marriage. No, I don't think that. Some people have been burned and then they have, they don't believe, they think it could happen. They could, I think people go through things and they know that the intentions are good and then they end bad sometimes. Mm. And so I still think it's a plan B. I think it's planning for failure. I agree with the statement. Yeah. But what I think if is, somebody does it, I mean, it is what it is. I see each their own because... Um, that's what they're planning for in case it fails. So yeah. they're thinking about failure. I think people need to take their marriages more seriously. Yeah. Like before you jump into a marriage, you you need to like you need to know. You know what I mean. So I, I guess I agree that it is like a plan B uh, planning for the failure. Um, but I think that before you jump into that marriage, you need to know that this is the, your person. Right. But now I mean nowadays people treat marriages like they're just relationships anyway. Yeah. They can come and go as they please. They they leave and get a new one. It's just it's just an open thing now. And that's what I'm saying. So I guess biblical marriage. I mean, even people in biblical marriages probably do it too. It could be a. It could <laughs> oh, be, I could give you a story now. <laughs> but it's probably like a you know um, experience, wisdom, their wisdom, like whatever it is that they've gone through to lead to them wanting to get a prenup, or family members, or you know what I mean. Because you could have a prenup and never use it. However, I do think it's planning for failure, but that's the point of it is to plan for failure. Some people who are really, you know, have a lot of money or whatever wealth or whatever it is that they have that they want to protect. They don't want to share it in case 
you're no longer with them mm. or whatever. Cause people write all kinds of things into prenups, but I see why people do it. We don't have one. So people, some people, if they feel that they need one, then maybe they should have one. Yeah, if you no. feel you need one, you probably should have one. Or you probably, you probably should <laughs> assess. Wait. wait for a while. Well, I don't know. I feel like if you feel that you need a prenup, you might need one. <laughs> then why not just have a co- common law marriage at that point? Like, why, why, why are we tying the knot that can be untied? The, the amount of time. I feel like nowadays people do that, and the their knot is not a knot. It's just a little. You know, when you first cross the, the bunny ears, it's, that's it. Though, <laughs> like where you first just put it through so and pull easily it a unraveled, bit, easily unraveled. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's where marriage is now with a lot of people. Like even that show that I love or used to love, because now I feel like it's a joke to an extent. Which one? Um, Married at First Sight. I actually liked it, and I mm, maybe I'll get back into that. But in the beginning, people seem like they wanted to make it work. And then in the end, it's just like something to do. Like, just oh, this to be is on fun. TV. Just want to be on TV. Let me go get married and tie myself with this individual. I can get a real after marriage. The season. Yeah, I'll just get a divorce. Like they're, I don't, I heard they were expensive. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're cheap. Well, it's probably written into the contract. Of the sh- well, we'd have to get into the show anyway. Right now. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So, I think if you feel that you need a prenup, regardless if you're going to continue with the marriage or not, you probably need one. If you really think you need a prenup. That means you really feel that you need a plan B, then you might really need a plan B. So then you probably want to reassess. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong if a person gets a prenup, if both parties are okay with it. That's but, but pray. Always pray first. First thing. And if ever you get married or before you get married to someone and you pray and you start having uneasiness or just, you know, how you feel in your stomach, like mm, something's not right. Go with that. So go with God. <laughs> and God will go. With go you. with you. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, you know, you little churchy. Huh? Um, you guys have a wonderfully <laughs> blessed day. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Love, Love and, and Honor. Honor. Peace.